Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champ, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Hey guys, uh, Brian Jackson and Chris Hughesby with the Fourth Down Experience podcast, and we're excited because we have the Los Angeles Chargers punter with us, Ty Long. Um, the last time he was with us was in 2018, and just had a phenomenal year at the BC Lions in the CFL. Welcome to the show, well, or welcome back, Ty. Thanks, thanks for having me, Ty. We appreciate you being on with us again, and uh, quite a turn of events and and a lot of exciting times here since we last spoke. So let's uh, let's dig into that. So. Obviously, you had got signed with the Chargers. Let's talk about that experience and how that all played out. I finished my year with the BC and then had a um, had a bunch of workouts set, and it just was you know a roller coaster of a time, going from workouts and we had about seventeen, eighteen workouts scheduled and went and did about most of those, and then we had a workout with the Chargers and uh, that. Me and my agent settled down and narrowed it down to two to three teams at the time. And, um, you know, the Chargers were the only team who wanted me to punt, kick off. Everyone else was a field goal guy kick off. But, um, you know, looking at the situation and, um, and everything about it, just Chargers seemed like the right fit. Right. And, I mean, you just had a phenomenal year. Um, it was pretty sweet being able to see you at least a couple times when, when we went and uh, visited John Carney and you were just punting at a phenomenal level. And, you know, obviously, I've been training with Mike McCabe and, and one-on-one kicking for, for many years and working with, with John Carney, with Santoso and all that. And maybe talk about that, your, you know, your group of, of coaches that you've had that have helped uh, guide you along the way. But my big thing is I've worked with a lot of people. Um, McCabe's definitely helped me a lot with my punting in that aspect. And uh, Carney's been huge with uh, the mental side and helping me, you know, develop just, just being a pro. So you know, but the, the big thing that uh, McCabe instilled in me at a young age was just drill work, drill work, drill work. And, uh, you know, and that's what Carney's so good about, too, is he's such a rhythm guy. Like, find your rhythm and just swing, you know. And, um, yeah, so for me, it's just – it's sort of best of both worlds is, you know, when I go to punt and kick, it's a lot of rhythm. You know, that foundation of finding that rhythm comes from doing all the drills you need to do. So, uh, you know, so it's been good. And, um it's helped me get this far, you know, but that's why we're still working on it and trying to get it as best we can. So as you compare full seasons with, you know, the CFL and the NFL, you know, what were some really fun moments, you know, over the course of this year when you spent the whole season with the Chargers? What was that like? Yeah, it was, it was a good time. You know, uh, the win in Chicago was a, was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a big game. And, um, you know, playing in that in uh, Soldier Field is, is, a, is, a, is a cool thing. And, um, you know, it was just – that was a big time game, you know, it came down to the very end and uh, we ended up coming out with the win and just a lot in the first game of the year against the Colts when I was doing all three, we ended up winning in overtime was, it was a lot of fun, you know, and uh, just some big moments and uh, playing in Mexico was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, it was, it was just some really cool stadiums we got to play in and environments that were uh, tough to play in, but enjoyable. Absolutely. Um, 
Hey, Ty, talk about the workload that you had uh, when you were the combo, all three skill set guy for, for a handful of games. Yeah, it was, uh, it was tough. It was sort of spurred on me at the day and a half, day and a half before the uh, first game. So, um, you know, that was, that was a tough situation for me and Tyrod to get, uh, to get into. And um, just to, cause we hadn't had any reps. We, our first reps were Friday, Friday you know, and the game was on Sunday. So, um, you know, we, we were going out there and just trying to get, I think we ended up getting 12 to 15 reps before, before the game. And that was it. So, um, you know, yeah, the workload was tough, you know, it was something I had done. It was just a different feel because when I was at the chargers, I'd hit field goals every once in a while during training camp, but I was never the field goal guy, obviously, cause Badgley's there. So, uh, the mindset was a little different, but, um, you know, it was a it was a challenge for sure, um, but it was a it was a, it was a fun time. You know, and uh, but it was definitely a big challenge. So, how did you take care of your body? You know, a lot of times we talk to trainees about you know body maintenance in the season and, and even off season. But what did you do to take care of your bodies? And then, who did you kind of lean on as a mentor in season to get you through the different weeks? Yeah, you know, um, a lot of it, you know. Uh, was trying I ended up hurting my foot week two which we didn't know it was hurt until uh, after the Miami game so you know that was a big thing was trying to rehab that and stay healthy um, healthy as you can and um, you know but yeah the big thing is you know we were just doing whatever I could you know had a bone stem and um, ultrasound machine that I had with me at all times at home and traveled with it so keep that on my foot to help it try to heal as fast as possible and and then and then um you know outside of that I just uh leaned on the things I had learned the last few years you know and and just trusted what had got me there and just tried to stay in my zone in my lane and just try to do my job the best I could you know and not try to be anyone else just just do what I need to do yeah what was it like uh having to hold for two three different guys you know just just perfecting the craft of holding, you know? Yeah. So, um, that was, that was different because, you know, every kicker likes it, um, a little different. So, um, you know, I got it down how badly liked it. And then, um, then I was kicking field goals. So then I wasn't holding really at all for four weeks. And then Chase came in and then he liked it pretty, pretty different. So I had to work with him and then make him comfortable and then we got him comfortable and then Badgley came back and then we had to get back adjusted to that. So yeah, a lot of it was just, it was difficult in the sense of just trying to, you're trying to make the the kicker feel as comfortable as possible. So um, yeah, just, just tried to ask those guys whatever and do whatever <laughs> I could to make them feel as good as they could so they could do their job. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of work and just, you know, it's, it's pretty easy though when you have Cole Mazza snapping. So he's uh, yeah. pretty dang good. Just kind of curious from a, uh, a kicker punter standpoint, do a lot of the guys in the league pay attention to game stats and season stats and kind of where you guys stack up, or do you just kind of let that be until the end of the season? No, I I, I know I know guys are looking at it because we're all competitors and we're all trying to hit certain numbers, you know, and um, you look at it as in like, hey, like the better I play, it helps the team win, you know, so um, – you go out there with a the goal that you're trying to hit for the season and with a gross and net and same for percentage, you know, and you're trying to hit that percentage um, at the end of the year. And, and um, 
you know, I know there's some guys who don't really worry about it. They just worry about one kick at a time. And then there's, there's other guys who are out there trying to know what their percentage is and their, their average is. And, you know, I, I like to know where I'm sitting and, um, and trying to hit the numbers I have because I feel like I'm playing at my best when I'm, when I'm competing at that. Cool. Ty, what do you look for on your film study sessions or like, what's the, what's, you know, your conversations with special teams coaches, you know, on the following day or the day after for, for film review? It's nice. Cause uh, me and Stu, our special teams coach, <clears throat> he lets me just look at my stuff by myself and uh, really doesn't say much to me about it. So he lets me, cause he know he trusts me and knows that I'll find where I need to get better and um, where we did well. And um, you know, for the most part, he doesn't really get involved with that. He just lets me look at my film and go over it, how I, I see fit and uh, work on the things I need to work on. So that's nice that he knows that he's, he's, he knows kicking, but he doesn't know it like we know it. So he doesn't try to interfere or try to act like he knows too much. And um, he's, he helps with everything else. And uh, he's just he's a good dude and a good coach to work with. Well, based on that, actually, I'm curious you know, being in the league, being a kicking coach yourself and all that as well, what are your thoughts on uh, – will there be a growth of, of specialist kicking coaches in the NFL, you know, there to help help the special teams coach? And kind of what are your thoughts and what have you kind of heard over the last year? Um, I don't know. There could be. <clears throat> I just feel like sometimes it's that position where um, it's good to have somebody, but um, – it's it's hard if they hadn't they haven't been in that situation you know so it's like if you haven't had it's hard to have a kicking coach if they hadn't played or played 10 years in the league how is that coach going to work with whoever you know what I mean so it's mm -hmm. yeah I, I I could see it but I think um what a lot of these teams are doing is having guys come in for a week or two during training camp during the season um it's just the kicking punting position is such a thing like you don't really need someone there twisting and or trying to change things on the daily basis. So, um, I mean, I could see it, but it's, it's definitely a team's preference. But um, at the end of the day, I think um, having someone who's, who's sort of there is to, to look, but not really say too much is, is a huge benefit, mm -hmm. but um, you just want to make sure you, you have someone who's, who's speaking to them in the right language. So it's uh, they're not getting too mental on it. So Ty, I saw that your younger brother is, is kicking and doing pretty good. Uh, so how, how's he doing? Are you kind of like his, his kicking coach? Uh, I try to be, uh, you know, I think he, you know, we have that brother relationship, so he doesn't always listen to me, but, um, you know, I always joke with him. I say, I guess I don't know anything. So, um, you know, he, uh, he actually <laughs> trains with a lot of the guy we all train with myself, Richie, Ryan, Tyler Newsom, AJ, um, Corey Vedvik, um, Jack Fox, um, Stefan Flintoff, um, we all train together. So he sort of gets to work with them a good bit too. So it's, it's, even if he isn't listening to me, he's listening to those guys. So it's huge. So, uh, but yeah, he's doing good. He's, uh, taking the right strides and, um, getting recruited. There's some, there's some, some schools are sleeping on him, but that's sort of how it went for me. I, I only had one offer. No one really wanted me either. So, and, uh, it turned out pretty well. So. I think that, I think he'll be all right. So Ty, what are you doing now in the off season? You finally probably feel like you can like rest a little bit. You know, you kind of know where you're going to be at next season. What's your off season like, and how are you taking care of your body and preparing? 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, I took a, took about two months off from kicking after this season and then, um, been back to it, kick punting a good bit right now, probably two to three times a week, just simulating like I'm at OTAs right now. Um, working out probably five, six days a week, taking one to two days off. But, um, yeah, just sort of, you know, just trying to get my mind right for, for training camp and, um, yeah, just, just pushing myself through that. So yeah, definitely working out five, six days a week and then kicking two to three and, um, just trying to get my kick count up, get my leg in shape and, um, get everything going and slowly back into field goals today was the first time I kicked field goals since the end of the, since the season. And, um, you know, probably get back into kickoffs in about a month and then, uh, go from there. So just slowly amping things up, just not trying to push it too, too much. Cause it's hard to hold that peak for a long time. So, um, just slowly getting into it, but yeah, you know, trying to recover as much as you can, but also push yourself so you can get yourself in shape. Yeah. So just thinking about, training you know we always like to give a little something back to the younger listeners um let's talk about kickoffs because kickoffs are challenging for a lot of specialists um especially to get high hang time you know what have you found over the years for you as a player and a coach to really help specialists get get that hang time you know is it is it leg speed muscle you know like what are your opinions on on developing kickoffs yeah i i i traditionally don't coach on hang time um, I, I coach on getting the ball out, getting distance. Now that doesn't mean I'm coaching three Oh Hank kickoffs, but my, my goal is I let the hang time naturally come because that comes with confidence. Um, as you hit the ball deeper, as you're hitting bigger balls, then you're able to swing up more. Um, so I think the foundation should be built in getting good balls, getting good rotation as then kicking deep as you get the ball deeper where you want it then you can swing up because a lot of kids are also worried about hitting touchbacks. So you get them the touchbacks they need and then you worry about the hang time. And because the whole hang time comes from, you know, your hamstrings and swinging up through the ball, just having a confident swing. Mm-hmm. Do you have any particular drills that you do like one or two? I really don't do drills on kickoff. I, I, I don't really, as cliche as it sounds, I really don't think about kickoffs. I just treat it as I go back to my spot, run to the plant and swing. I, I think those are the one, you know, with kickoffs, you, you sort of have the four, three, you know, where you take four yards back, three steps over. And um, with your right foot forward, you do a small jab, run to the plant, swing through it. Those help with your, your most important steps. But um, outside of that, I really don't have too many drills. You know, it's just because I just feel like kickoffs are such a feel thing, you know, and it's, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's you're on the driving range, you know, so I think if you're getting technical in that area, it could be tough, you know, because I treat kickoffs as like you're the, like a closing, closing pitcher. You know, a lot of closing pitchers come out there and they are throwing it as hard as they can, you know. And um, that's sort of how I treat kickoffs is, you know, you want to be really aggressive. So I don't, I don't get too technical in that area. I just think it's more just attack the plant, get up, get up through it. Do you, uh, do you play around much with the ball lean? You know, like, do you, no. I mean, you got the standard kickoff block. Do you kind of manipulate the angle of the block in games and things like that to get a certain lean? Uh, no, I just, I just lean it a little back. I go straight up and meet, lean it a little back. My goal is I'm literally, I'm trying to hit it three, eight, three, nine, ten 10 rows deep. 
you know, that's, that's my goal, you know, and if I want to hit hang time, I'll play with maybe straighten it up a little bit, but, um, you know, I'm just trying to hit, I'm trying to hit touchbacks. Yeah. So Ty, you know, obviously we, the last time we talked, um, we asked you about, uh, the Canadian stadiums. What's uh, been your five favorite stadiums in the NFL thus far, uh, this past, this past year? I like, uh, Chicago. Chicago is really cool. Um, it's, you know, it's a historic stadium. Um, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, Kansas City was really cool. We we played there last game of the year. It was cold and it was loud, and um, you know that place is electric. Um, Oakland. We played Thursday, the last Thursday night game in Oakland, and that place was wild. So uh, that that get that game came down to the final drive. So that was uh, that was really cool. Um, Five's hard, but, you know, I, I think the three I just gave you with Oakland, Kansas City, and um, and Mexico also. That game in Mexico was really cool. Um, you know, hearing how passionate those fans were singing their national anthem. And, and um, yeah, that was, playing in Mexico on Monday Night Football was, really, was a really cool experience and uh, just something I'll never forget also. But, yeah, I, I don't know if I can give you five, but those four I really enjoyed. Yeah. And the and the field conditions were a little slippery in Mexico, right? So how did you handle that as a, you know, kicker punter? Yeah, that, that field was uh, terrible. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, you were there was one punt I went to push off on my second step, and it just cut through the grass. Um, so yeah, it was it was tough. And kickoffs, I just moved to four threes because we were at altitude, so I could still hit it through the back. But because um, if you went full steps, you were too much force somewhere slam it or you were digging into the ground so um I just did four threes on kickoffs and then on punts I just really had to try to be light on my feet and um it was a adjusting period because I didn't feel like I could plant and get up through it so um definitely had to be be as light as I could and just try to you know pop through the ball that was one thing that I noticed with uh in Cali was being able to see you with your quick ops I mean you're you're impressive even with like a two and a half to three step it, it appeared um, what's our final question is, you know, what have you done to make sure your op times are good? Yeah, I feel like, uh, the key is when people try to be fast, they end up being slow because when you try to get fast, you get long. I think the big thing is just try to be smooth when you're, when you're smooth that you end up being fast, you know? So I, I always say, <coughs> excuse me. I always say, um, smooth is fast, fast is, um, fast is slow. So, uh, for, for me, I just, you know, just focus on catching it and hit my kickstart and go, you know, just try to be smooth. And, and, uh, as you get more reps, the, the op times will come, but, uh, the, the harder you press, the slower you're going to be. Yeah, I can completely agree with that as well. And, and guys who try harder almost overstride every time. So it's a good yep. reminder. I like your little slogan there. We might have to use that. So, yep. It's right, taught me a lot. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you being on. It was fun to catch up with you and, and hear about your season and see what you're doing in the off season and definitely want to stay in touch and, and good luck, obviously, entering year two with the Chargers. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on and uh, we'll chat again. All right. Thanks. Talk soon, Todd. Talk to you guys. Later. Well, that was awesome. It's been a year and a half since we've had Ty on. And um, again, just another great talk. What did you think about it, Chris? Yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, just like you said, it's fun to initially meet them back in the day and then you stay in touch with them off and on over the course of a year or two and then have them back on and see what's changed and what's improved and 
get their mindset. And you can definitely hear more of a confidence too with some of these guys once they get a year or two under their belt in the NFL. So I enjoyed that as well. Yeah. I mean, he did a phenomenal job last year with the Chargers. Um, it, it should also give a lot of people hope uh, with the CFL, playing in the CFL, and then moving back up to the NFL. Yeah, I agree. You know, one thing, guys, that we're seeing a lot of, too, is, you know, we were just talking about kickoffs with Ty. A block that Brian and I like is the launch pad kickoff tee as well, because it allows you that proper lean to lean the ball a certain way, forward, side to side, to properly fit your foot almost any way that you like it. And now over the last two months that Brian and I have seen it in action, you know, we're seeing more believers and more kids be able to add more hang time to their, their tee. Yeah, and you guys can use uh, the link in the description as well as the code NKR if you want to get a discount. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.